This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome back to the Internet Podcast. The Internet. The Men on the Internet Podcast. This is uh, Kerbin Johnston sitting outside of a Starbucks. And. Hell yeah. I'm Chris Tobias. I'm not in the Starbucks. I like <laughs> I like going to other places, um, uh, even though it's like not that far, but it's still in the same place. But just to get out of the monotony of being in LA, so it's like nice yeah. you enjoy yourself. Yeah, it's good. It's the neighborhood's really nice. The weather's like beach weather. It's seventies. It's good. Is there anything in LA you miss? You're like, oh man, I kind of wish I could do this. No, because you have everything here. The theaters are here. The lakes here. The bars are right here. Literally around the corner. From where my oh, you went to the bar? I haven't been. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like uh, Northern California. It's very pretty. It's a very nice place to stay when you are when you know you have to leave at some point in time. Yeah, exactly. The only difference is everybody I know is down in SoCal. So it's like uh, okay, cool. <laughs> Yeah, he said, I don't miss anything. Pretty much, I don't miss anybody either. But yeah, it's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So today we're going to start off with uh, our good old-fashioned man, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson. Dwayne. You know, they're doing doing mega massive promo for the new movie, Super Pets. Um, Are you, first off, are you interested in watching that movie? I mean, it's almost like Life of Pets, Secret Life of Pets. It's, it's okay. I'll, I'll watch it when it's on the streaming platform. <laughs> did it? Did that movie already come out? Secret the Secret Life of Pets? Yeah, it's like a couple of years old. That's when Kevin Hart was oh. the bunny. Oh, uh, you know what? I saw that in theaters. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, I saw, that. I saw that in theaters. I think I yeah. want to say. Was, okay, cool. Okay. So they're just playing the same thing over again. Well, they're doing a massive amount of, of promo for this. I mean, this is amongst one of the first times that I'm seeing they're promoting TikToks and t- uh, um, tortilla challenges and all that kind of stuff. So it's a, it's a whole different game out here these days with um, movie promotion. So in a movie promotion interview, they asked The Rock, who <clears throat> would you, whose celebrity would you be their pet? And without any trepidation, no uh, slurring on his words, he said, Meg the Stallion. Okay? Yeah. And Kevin Hart, standing at three foot eight, was cracking up. It was hilarious. <laughs> they said, why? He said, we don't got to talk about that. Yes. Now, I have, a, I have a conspiracy theory about why he said that. Uh-oh. Go ahead. The Rock has been known. First of all, like he talks about being black, but most people, I feel, don't know that he's black. Would you agree or disagree? Right. Right. Like, yeah. They know him as a Samoan man, you know, but yeah. he is half black. He's full half black. His dad is a black African Afro man. Uh, so I feel like he kind of, and then he married a white lady, full on blonde haired white lady. And on his TV show, all his crushes are little white girls. So it's kind of like, eh, you know, where is his connection to the black community? So I know he really wanted to say, uh, uh, what's the name of the girl, Chris, from Wolf of Wall Street? Uh, Margot Robbie. <laughs> Margot Robbie. I think he was like, in the back of his head, he was like, Margot Robbie. 
But in the front of his head, he said, let me make a connection to my brothers out here and say, man, it's the stallion. Okay, but here's the thing. I don't know if Meg the Stallion is the one that all the guys are looking at. I don't know. I think she's more of a lady that other girls like. That's Maybe. Yeah, whenever I hear, like, oh, my gosh, I love her. Not, I hear that from ladies and, you know, men from the other community. Okay? So I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure. You know, so I think he, like, might have misspent, miss, you know, or, or unless because The Rock is saying that you know, six foot four, two hundred and some pounds, pure muscle. He probably looking at her like, I could dominate that, like for right, no problem. Yeah, so you know, you <laughs> never know. Maybe he likes the girl just a little bit bigger. You know, so, you know, maybe say, you know, got somebody on her. So you know, so uh, her boyfriend, <laughs> Partisan Fontaine, responded and he said something kind of weird, like we name our dogs after numbers. I don't know, but he pretty much said, go tell your wife to spice up your food. Because you know she's wife, so she'll know nothing about spices. Right, and, right, right. Uh, and it was an odd joke, but he deleted it because everybody was like, oh, what? Are you upset at the rock for wanting to get in your girlfriend's body, body, body? You know, so, uh, yes. What is her boyfriend's name? Partisan. Mm. Yeah, he, he, he's written a couple, you know that song? Just be careful with me, with Cardi B. Mm-hmm. He wrote that song. Okay, Partisan. Yeah, he's a yeah, Partisan Fontaine. He's got one big song with Cardi as well. It's pretty. It's a pretty popular song. So, yeah, he's a big guy. You know, I'm not sure if he's a Texan, just like uh, Megan. But uh, I right. think if you know I mean it, her response was pretty good when she was like, "I'm kind of lit," you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we made it. We read it. So this leads us to this segment of um, us doing our own version of whose pet do you want to be? So I'm going to throw the ball to you, Chris. Whose pet would I be? I don't know. That's a good one. There's so many uh, celebratorious people. Who do you have one in mind already? I got a couple. I think I got a couple. Uh, I will say... My number one would probably have to be Tinache. Be Tinache. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like Tinache. You know where. I, I, I know she's, she could probably just be in the studio trying to come up with another one. But right. I'll, be, I'll be down to be outside that door. You know, I'll be, yeah. <laughs> I'll be down. <laughs> yeah. Either that or she's on um, vacation. I'm with it. In that vein, I would say her. I'd be her as pet. Oh yeah, you like her. You like her. Hers, but hers we, we still don't know what her this whole whole face is. That's true. There's a lot of sunglasses, but I feel like <coughs> we had to do that's cool. I'm cool with you. Oh, you cool with just a half face? <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Yeah. I support her. I like her. She got a couple a couple gems. So okay, yeah. So her for you to not hate for me. Um, I think. <laughs> gotta be careful now. Yeah, let me be careful. I know. I don't know if Tanache got a man, so you know. I'm, I think that's okay. That's Call me Tanache if you're right. available. Somebody uh, gonna right. be tweeting at you. <laughs> I'll be like, nobody knows who you are. Uh, right. right, right. <laughs> all right. So let's talk movies. Of course, when it's me and Chris, we talking things that appear on the screen. I'm ready so, for it. 
Let's talk the first one, streaming platforms. So we have a couple subjects, topics on streaming platforms. The first one is Discovery Plus. Now we know that Discovery Plus is a part of the Warner Brothers umbrella. Is that right? Yeah, I guess it's yeah, and, owned by them. And you brought it to my attention that they are... So what, what's happening? So they're merging with HBO Max or doing some kind of deal with HBO Max. But because of that... HBO Max is like purging all their shows that aren't really performing all that well and then they just stop production on a bunch of them. I'm not even sure to be honest with you Um, I guess to make room for the Discovery shows but what Discovery shows are there that are interesting like like I mentioned Deadliest Catch or like Shark Week you know what I mean like what that's it when you think Discovery that's all I think of so it's like what else are you gonna do? I don't understand the room part because it's just the internet. Like, there's unlimited. <laughs> right, unlimited exactly. Room. There's room for everything. So I'm sure on, maybe man. it was coincidental that they're purging at the same time. But also, uh, it's like when they stopped Batgirl, they stopped it completely. Like, they're just going to use it as a write off and call it a day. We're going to talk about Batgirl in a second. Yeah. Now, now I wanted to tell you some of the shows that are on uh, Discovery Plus and see if you're uh, aware oh, okay. of any of them. So, we got yeah. 90 Day Fiance. Okay, I know what that is, but I don't watch okay. it. I've never seen it myself, but I, it, it goes viral often. Yeah, it uh, does. Ghost Adventures. Nope. <laughs> Evil Lives Here. Nope. Is this like a like a reality show, or is it just like a scripted show? I don't really know. Hey, uh, well, it actually looks like a scripted show. About oh, so okay. people recount. Okay, so people recount their horrifying true stories about living side by side with a, a sociopathic friend or family who's gone to commit famous crimes. So it's a real life type of show. Nope, never heard. <laughs> uh, people Magazine investigates. Yeah, People Magazine got TV shows. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> the deadliest catch. I know Daily's Cash. That's the one I've seen. I don't think I know that one. Um, Expedition Unknown. Never heard of it. <laughs> a ninety day para, ninety day fiance love in paradise, the Caribbean. Okay, I'm sure that was a special season. Uh huh. And then the last one is Naked and Afraid. I've heard of this show. I know Naked and Afraid. Okay. So those are their. So big it shows. seems like. They got room for all of these shows. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, they got, they what got, is happening? They got Bobby Flay. They got Shark Week. Okay, okay. okay. They got a couple things. Right. So right so now they're sitting at about 24 million subscribers. I mean, that's a pretty decent number for a platform that nobody watches. That's a, that's a that, lot. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, for an unknown, not unknown, but like less popular uh, platform twenty four million is not bad. That's pretty good, in my opinion. I'm trying to get twenty four million out. Twenty four million is something. <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, let's see. Let's see how much it costs to get on Discovery Plus. See, I, that, that's the thing. I think maybe they're just reorganizing. Oh, okay. It's five dollars a month, and then you get six oh, months okay. free if you have Verizon. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe it's bundled with something else. That's why you get it. But yeah, now with HBO know. Max, I'm sure they'll bundle it regardless. Oh, shoot, they got uh, Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, okay, there you go. If you were to watch the YouTube videos. They got some with uh, Danny Trejo. Oh, man, we definitely getting this. 
That's yeah. the goal, or it's all gonna be under one new name or something. I don't know. Anyway, uh, it, it'll be together. Okay. Well, right on to discovery. So you 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 mentioned that Batgirl uh, mm-hmm. got canceled. So Batgirl is a TV show or a movie? It was a movie, and it was done shooting. I think I I want to say it was in the middle of post. I think it this? was dumb. And I I think the rumors of why it got canceled was because of, uh, what's his name? Ezra Miller, The Flash. He was supposed to make a cameo in it or something. And I don't know if you caught up on Ezra, but he's in a whole mess of trouble right now. I guess got in a bunch of trouble in Hawaii, and now he is, like, like not kidnapping, but, like, grooming somebody right now, and their parents are, like livid about it it's like a whole thing so i want to say it's because of that but i'm ezra miller so he is so he's supposed to make cameos in a bunch of these movies and i think he shows up in this background movie but because of the bad light on him he is uh like not blacklisted but like not it's like a johnny depp kind of thing so i don't know i feel like that has something to do with why they canceled it because they want to reboot all of they'll probably want to reboot all of the the heroes again that made no sense you know why because it's a cameo if you really don't like this guy you could recast them uh put somebody else in there and that's it but to cancel a 90 that would have been the solution you know, to cancer. They found if they could find a way to replace T'Challa, they could find a way to replace a doggone cameo appearance by that a would have been the solution. That definitely would have been the solution. If they can cancel Kevin Spacey and replace him again with a new actor, they can do that with this guy. But for whatever reason, remember Kevin Spacey uh, like molested a kid allegedly. But he was, he did, uh, I forgot what movie it was, but Christopher Plummer had to redo all his scenes and they edited him back into the movie. See? So if they can do that with him in a whole movie, they could fix a cameo with one guy. Of course they can. It's, uh, it's, it's ridiculous. I don't think that's the real reason. I think somebody watched this and said, this is awful. This is terrible. And I ain't gonna Maybe. let y'all do this Maybe. yourself. Which is fine too, because trust me, there's a there's one thing I don't want to see and it's a bad Cat girl, cat, bat, what is it? What was it? Batwoman? Bat girl. <laughs> bat girl. Bat girl movie, okay? Here's why. Because right. Daredevil's trash. The Halle Berry movie was trash. The Hulk yes. 2 movies were bad. Uh, all yeah. of the uh, Fantastic Fours are terrible. Fantastic so Fours. Like, yeah. There's that little bubble of movies, bubble of superhero movies that have never been able to get it. So if you know that Cat, cat Girl is bad, you know that Cali, the, all them little, if, if it fits inside of that, somebody pull the plug and say, look, all right, we have some kind of integrity in the stuff that we're putting out. I don't have a problem with it if that's the case. If it's complete right. shite, I'll right. allow it. I'll allow it. But, you know, if it's for some and other weird it, reason. Maybe. It could be a bunch of things because the Batman had such a success. Maybe they want to fit it into that universe versus whatever Justice League Ben Affleck universe they had it on, they might have just decided let's squash it and we got a 
pull him back into like the Robert Pattinson Batman movie kind of universe. But bring it back to me. Bring it back to me because did you like the Batman movie? I love the Batman movie. I thought it was really good. One of you the best Batman it? movies I've seen. Yeah, I thought it was great. It's like because you don't see it. I didn't see it as a Batman movie. I saw it as a buddy cop film. Mm-hmm. Where it's like him and, and Gordon are just like solving the mystery. It was like a detective movie more than a Batman movie. That definitely so, is what it was. Um, it was an interesting movie, and, and but they already had a, pat, a, a Batgirl or a Catgirl or something like that in that movie, didn't they? Catgirl. Girl. Yeah, they had uh, uh, Kravitz, Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like her part. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> I'll I, be her pet too. That's all. Yeah. Good. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. Let me not say that. Let it go back. But uh, <laughs> okay. Well, I think I think it's pretty crazy that they canceled it. But it does tell you something. Some years ago, I pitched a movie, and um, and they told me I, I went in there and I was on my indie filmmaker vibe, and I was like, look, I can get this movie made for you with less than a million. You know what I mean? And they were like, <laughs> right. they were like, no, you know, they know <laughs> that they have to burn money to make money. So when I told right. them my little Tyler Perry indie, you know, indie film pitch, they were like, why would we give you 800000 or a million dollars when we know it's going to cost us at the very minimum five to ten million dollars to make a project? You don't have right. enough experience to make this thing come to life. And then on top of that is when you're making the art, it got to be good. There has to be a level of quality, you know? So I, it just goes to sell like this, $90 million may seem like a lot of money. When it's all said and done, yeah, they threw it under the rug and they say, ah, we tried something, didn't work. They'll make it back on the next round of Marvel movies. So what, what company right. is this? Warner Brothers? What's Warner Brothers? Warner movie? Brothers. Uh, a lot of them, the Harry Potter ones, the superhero ones, the every single uh, cartoon ones, like yeah, they'll make it back, no problem. Wait, so but it's interesting see, that the big ones are you said uh, is Harry Potter's, the superheroes, the cartoons, like the Looney Tunes kind of thing. They can bank on that. There's a lot of properties that they own. Yeah, they could throw that $90 million somewhere in the sun and let it burn. No biggie. I think it's interesting, though, that the they have to have it as a write-off or something specific like that. And because of that, we can it can never, ever, ever be released. Like, you, no one can leak it. Like, the, no, you can't. No one can see this film. So it's kind of, like, almost enticing for people. Like, like hey, can we, can we see what it looked like or what it would have been? But... Like it can't what be done. Like that's it. Our stuff. it. Yeah, that that's kind of cool. <laughs> and then, and then the movie that can never be shown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's like Prince made. Oh, someone leaked it. I don't think that it can never ever be shown. <laughs> I say I say that because Zack Snyder is out here re-editing movies on the weekends and putting them out. That's fair. Yeah. You know what I mean? so I but. He can come in and just do whatever he wants to do. He'll, he'll turn it's this from a four-hour movie, too. Forget it. Oh, come on. You know? So, so shout-out to the people who made Batgirl. Um, yeah. I, I'm not really too upset about it if it was a, it's, if it's an issue of the quality of the film. If, and here's another thing on top of that. 
they have people of color doing this, all right? There's already a stigma that people of color don't make good movies, okay? There's a stigma that you look at Tyler Perry movies and hood movies and, you know, hood classics and things like that. People don't necessarily look at them as, like, you know, really good movies, you know? So I think when you're getting a near $100 million from a studio, if they're looking at it, all these companies are playing the woke game. They are. So if they're going to put you in a position to win, you got to give them back in the, the uh, a 10x return on their investment, which means not right. only does it have to be exactly. a woman, it has to be a woman of color, it has to be a woman of color in a superhero movie, because we know that's the highest returning uh, genre on our investment, and it has to be good. If it's bad, then people are going to turn around and say, wow, you put that Latino black, black woman or whatever in a movie that's not good. You guys are just, you know what I'm saying? I think you got to look at it from that perspective as well. If it was a thing on uh, it not just being good, if it was bad. Right, mm-hmm. right, exactly. Um, totally all right. agree. So that is the chat on that. Let's go to, uh, let's stay on streaming platforms real quick. We have Disney coming out to say that they are about to raise their prices. So this right here is from CNBC. It says Disney raises streaming prices after the services post big operating loss. So Disney Plus with no ad is going to increase into $3 per month. Disney Plus with ads is going to be $7.99. And then there's going to be a bundle of Disney Plus and Hulu. Both with ads, it'll be ten dollars a month. All right, so yeah, uh, so so Disney is raising their prices. They and here's the here's the paragraph that really hits. The price increase reflects the growing operation loss from Disney streaming services, Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN Plus, combined to lose one point one billion in the fiscal third quarter, three hundred million dollars more than the average analyst estimate. Reflecting the higher cost of content on the services, the increased operating loss occurred while Disney added about 15 million new Disney Plus subscribers in the quarter, about 5 million more than the analyst estimates. So these guys are losing a billion dollars between the span of 90 days. What does that tell you? Wow. Uh, their shit's bad. I don't know. <laughs> well... Uh, streaming is not a is not a, a model that's built for, for success, and I'll tell you why. Because there's only one way you can generate revenue, right? With subscribers, so right. subscribe. That's it. There's no well. There's 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 other ways. Like you can have brand partnerships. You can you know right, you right. know align some of your content with different companies and blah, blah, blah. But for the most part, most of the money comes from the amount of people who subscribe every single month. And after a while, you're not going to get 10 million subscribers or 20 million subscribers every single month. That's an issue for these companies. So now they're playing that game of like, okay, now we hit that point where we have revenue just churning in and churning in and churning in. Of course, they beat out the... um, the projection about five million subscribers, so they're still they're still traction and bringing new people in, but they realize that it's just not enough money, especially with right. inflation hitting. Everything costs more money. Every every company right now is, is operating at a net loss. What are they going to do in the future? And are you going to pay the extra amount to have Disney Plus? Exactly right. Um, and then Disney Plus specifically, like. 
I don't know. Is it worth? I mean, I guess it's worth it because a lot of your like Pixar movies come out on Disney Plus uh, a certain amount of time after the theaters and the, the Marvel movies. People are gonna hook on that. But as far as like original content, that's Marvel and and maybe Star Wars. That's it. The the Disney in France didn't make money for the first like fourteen years it was in business. Um, they have the the cash reserves to protect them from those kind of things, or maybe just the line of credit, you know, to protect them from those kind of failures. Right. And when it's all said and done, you can only lose a billion dollars within the span of one quarter so many times before you know before you guys start changing up the way that you operate. So it's seeming like exactly. streaming was a really good idea a long time ago, and it only works if there's two, maybe three streaming platforms. But now that there's 50 or 100, 45, it's yeah. a problem, you know, because not everybody can get a yeah. piece of the pie, at least not a piece that satisfies you. So what do we do from here? Are you are you personally going to pay for the extra amount to keep Disney Plus around? I don't pay for Disney Plus anyway. <laughs> I got my cousin's password, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't pay for anything. It's up to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't pay for, yeah, I think Amazon, that's just because it comes with Prime. Mm. But everything else is, is nothing. And then I don't have like Paramount. I don't do like any of the other random ones. And I think that's why Discovery and is it what I think they uh, they have the uh, the offer, the the oh, Godfather really? the way the the Godfather backstory. I, I watch it for Big Brother. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the only reason. I really want to watch that show, The Offer. I really want to see it. Yeah, the acting looks great, and then uh, Miles Teller. Miles Teller, it's looks really good in it, and I think there's a guy who's playing Pacino, who's supposed to be like really good, like really accurate to Pacino. It's really cool. After Miles Teller in uh, um, the last Tom Cruise movie, the airplane movie, I think I want to watch him a couple, in a couple more things to improve himself because I really enjoyed that film, and I definitely want to, you know, keep keep following him and seeing what's going on i don't necessarily see all the variety as far as his his talent goes but he knows how to pick a movie he knows how to be in a good movie so yeah you know luckily for me i don't pay for any streaming platforms and i don't think i ever will in the near future but (laughs) but i'm always interested in seeing how poorly they're doing um staying on the subject we're looking at netflix second quarter earnings um, so the results that came in, this is from thestreet.com, they said that the streaming giant reported mixed results during its Q2 earnings talk, and the revenue came in lower than expected. They expected to make $8 billion, it made $7.97 billion, um, which is not that bad, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not too crazy. Um, the number everybody was concerned about was their subscriber loss, because Netflix reported a loss of 970,000 users, which is uh, much better than what they predicted with, which was 2 million. We thought they were going to be 2 million. Oh, okay, but, yeah. In comparison, I guess that's uh, not a lot, but still quite a bit. Yeah, you know, um, I don't know if they are firing people, laying people off, but just keep in mind that at the end of the second quarter, they had 220 million subscribers. So. You know, right. not too bad. Not too yeah. bad on on <laughs> on Netflix today. Not too bad. Right. Um. So there we have it. All right. So that's our news on the streaming platforms. 
Um, it seems like it's just becoming harder and harder for them. And with every day that passes, we know that another stream, another company is going to invent their own streaming platform thinking they're going to make money. And they will fail, um, just like um, CNN Plus or whatever that was called, CNN Go or right. something. Yeah. Remember that one? CNN, right. yeah. Yep. You know, I could understand if it was 2017 and you want to make a CNN streaming platform because, you know, everything's about Trump. Got it. But today... Yeah, yeah, come on now. Yeah, no, we're not watching the news anymore, okay? Uh, no. we, we'll, we'll watch the news on the shade room, okay? Yeah, of That's course. That's we'll watch the news. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think, um, and they lost $300 million on that venture. So, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you just have to say, look, that might be a thing in the 2010s, maybe into the early 2020s, but after a while, and I've been saying this for a while, they are, they are 100% going to take all these streaming platforms, send it to you as a cable package, and you're going to be able to watch all these different um, streaming platforms under one subscription. It's going to happen because you just have too much competition, too many opportunities uh, for these people to get on your smart TV, and no one, no one, no one is going to pay three, dollars $400 a month to subscribe to every single one of them. It's just not going to happen. Exactly. Yep. Nope. That's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. All right, so here's some new, int- uh, some new information on uh, Alec the Shooter Baldwin, okay? My man who's everything. It's a horrible nickname. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're going to well, okay, we're gonna change his nickname to Alec Dick Cheney Baldwin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so here's some, uh, some details that the FBI... Uh, release and then FBI re- a forensic report revealed new details about the Alec Baldwin Rush shooting. Rush is Rust, the name of the film, is um, currently suspended. It's a Western movie starring Alec Baldwin, Vikings star Travis Fimmel, and the actor from The Boys, Jensen Ackles. I don't know who these people are. Mm-hmm. Um, directed by Joel Souza. Forensic report obtained by ABC News. New details about the shooting have emerged. While Alec Baldwin insists that he did not pull the trigger on the revolver and that the gun was fired accidentally, the FBI accidental discharge testing revealed that the revolver could not have been fired without the trigger being pulled. The FBI report stated that the gun could not be made to fire without a pull of a trigger while working. Uh, That's how guns work. Components were intact and functional. Neither Baldwin mm-hmm. or Gutierrez Reed have responded to any of these things. So, what do you think about that? That's how guns work. That's why they don't go off in your pocket. They don't go off just by looking at them. That's how guns work. You got to pull the trigger. Also, they said the mechanics of the gun. It's a revolver. You put the bullet. It goes up where the the muzzle of the gun goes and then a hammer hits it and the only way that hammer can hit it is if you pull the trigger if you, you gotta prime it and then pull the trigger so that's that's it the only way it could accidentally happen is if maybe you went like this and then let go too early on the hammer and it went pop and then it went but it had to be in your hand to go off so that's why it's like the case is still slightly open because they're like somebody pulled a trigger we just gotta figure out who pulled the trigger like you could call it accidental because it was 
I, I don't understand why he got to say he never pulled the trigger. Honestly, I would just be going to say, like, look, in the scene, I shot the gun, and I, it discharged. I didn't know it was a real gun. That's what I would say. But for him to say, I didn't even pull the trigger, who do you think you're tricking? Okay, Alec Baldwin. This is the part that makes me a little bit more upset. It says right here, reported after the shooting, Alec Baldwin wanted to continue filming the movie, saying it's an, it would be an honor to the DP that he killed, I mean, that uh, died accidentally, um, Hutchkin's memory. It would be an honor to her memory. Um, listen here, okay? I know you want to make the movie because you came up with the story. You probably put a little bit of your money into it and all in that. Maybe this might be a great return on your investment. It's giving. I don't really care that much about her. Um, I don't. I'm not interested in this. Shut the case down because I'm a celebrity and let's keep it pushing. But let's be honest, Alec Pukey Baldwin. Okay, we know that my brother over here was on that set and something happened because, and I only say because, because you're not telling the truth. If you did just say, "Look, man, it was in my hand. I was either playing with it or whatever. I was practicing my scene and I shot her," that would make sense. But because you're trying to hide something, that says, I don't care, and I'm just trying to make this movie so I can make my money back. Well, then they also said that his, the prop gun guy wasn't union, so they just, like, hired a dude off the street, essentially. Um, so it could have been something that he did stupid, and he was like, oh, let me show you these cool guns, let me play with them. And then he, like, pulled the trigger and something happened. So it's like... Either way, the only way it can accidentally get discharged is if someone pulled the trigger. So you, that's it. You just have to tell me who pulled the trigger. We'll figure it out from there. That's it. I think, honestly, he was, like, practicing the scene. He whipped that gun out, and he said, Phew, you know, like a little boy. And then he actually went off, and he was surprised by it. That's why kids always shoot a gun like it's fully loaded no matter what. Yeah, there's, there's rules of gun handling in general. That should be taught universally, you know. Never put your finger on the trigger unless you're ready to pull, uh, unless you're sure you want whatever in front of you did, and unless you know what's behind it. And assume every gun that's handed to you is loaded, every gun. Sure. You know. What bullets, Baldwin? We'll see what happens to you in the future. I don't know. Something on, is man. telling me that this... <laughs> something is telling me that you did something wrong. Only because yeah. of how the story is being, you know, switched all around and, oh, we didn't pull it, but there's only one way to discharge a gun. This is why in movies, when the gun hits the ground and a bullet fires off, it's like... That, no, that's... No. You want me to, you <laughs> have to believe that? That's not how it happens. Somebody got to pull that trigger and somebody yeah. has to... You know what I'm saying? That's just how it goes. So, uh, yeah, it, it might be a very, very long day before that movie... Yes, man, but Bullets Baldwin, we see you, man. Right, right on. Right on, man. Try to get your money. I feel you. Come on, Baldwin. Um, last, so I'm going to let you take this one. Oh, this, is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is... This is... This is... This is... This is... He calls out a church uh, for an illegal, unauthorized production of Hamilton in Texas. Yes. Give it to me. Um... A church in Texas went viral for performing an altered version of Hamilton, and Lin-Manuel Miranda responded. Um, so basically, the church took the script, did the performance, and they changed all the lyrics. So it would be like, instead of the lyrics saying, I know who I married, 
So long as you come home at the end of the day. In the song, they changed it to my hope is in Jesus. If you could just give him a chance today. So that like everybody's praying in the in the musical and all that kind of stuff. Lynn decided to tweet and he said, grateful to all of you who reached out about this illegal, unauthorized production. Now lawyers do their work. And always grateful for the Dramatist Guild who have the backs of writers everywhere, be it your first play or your 15th. So he just talked about the Dramatist Guild that also condemned the church for doing all that stuff. Um, I, I like what you said, that it's a church. Church going to do that kind of thing. But at the same time, it's like all, all high schools everywhere, if you want to do a production of anything, you've got to pay for the rights. Um, especially, and, and then like, there's some rules, like if it's on Broadway now, you can't do it. Um, so for them to just grab it and like turn it into this, um, I don't even know how to say it, not preachy, but like this obviously heavily agended production is like, come on, <laughs> the kid, you, that's, you could have done better. Like, that's stupid. Let me tell you two things about church, Chris. Okay. Number one, if you want me to pay for the rights Charge it to Jesus, okay? He'll pay for it. Mm-hmm. You got a hat and you got a black card, okay? That's the first mm-hmm. thing. The second thing is, when I was growing up, in order for the church to make sure that we didn't celebrate uh, Halloween, they used to bring us to church and have us dress up like angels, okay? If, in order mm-hmm. for the church to help us stop listening to that pasty, demonic rap music, they invented church rap music, okay? They take the same beat right. and they start rapping their own stuff over it. Church yes. is going to do that, okay? First of all, most churches they have sure no money. Okay, they got the mega churches that got a lot of money, but the little churches be crumbling. They be having a uh, church construction fund for the past 35 years, and they still only got $1,500 in it. So, <laughs> right, okay, right. <laughs> they, don't have, they don't have nobody, okay? They said, right. okay, we're going to do our best. The kids is out here liking Hamilton, but of course, we can't play no doggone Hamilton inside of these pews. So what we're going to do is we're going to change the lyrics around the way that we always do. We change around Halloween. We change around this, that, and the third. We change around rap music. It's Thomas Hamilton. You upset because I find your work powerful and that we just want to adapt it just a little tiny bit to appeal to our bit. We didn't make no money off of this. The church ain't making no money off <laughs> That's of this. Fine. What you got it for? If no, like no one ever heard about it, if no one ever heard about it, sure, that's cool. Keep on living, do your thing, you know what I mean? But then it's also like just straight up wrong facts, you know what I mean? Like It's like just the wrong, not what happened at all. So it's like false oh. information. So you're just teaching these kids wrong, and then they grow up not knowing anything, right? You know what Chris, I mean? Chris, Chris, you telling me that they're teaching the kids wrong? They got a black George Washington in the thing. Who's teaching who's wrong hey, right now? Okay. Hey man, <laughs> they, got, they, got, they got a black uh, 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 Thomas Jefferson, and you telling me about teaching right, them wrong? Right, right. It's all wrong. Yeah, no, no, none, none of it is enough. correct. Okay, I guess, Alexander yeah, Hamilton is not bilingual. Okay, I'll tell you that. So I'm sure he was, though. He came from uh, wherever he came from. Another the English Caribbean song. somewhere. Please. No, okay. he came from the Caribbean. He lived in the Caribbean, and he had a child in the Caribbean, in the Bahamas. But for the most part, he was a white man. Mm. Okay. That's not what the place is. <laughs> He, he might have went on vacation, took a couple of daddy pictures up in the Caribbean, but for the most part, he was a white guy. You can go look at his picture on Google. It's right there. He had a thin nose and no lips. Okay? 
Uh, <laughs> Obvious sign. The signs uh, are there. Clearly, <laughs> he wasn't touched by the sun and, then, and was given melatonin right. and whatnot, or melatonin, you know, whatever <laughs> you got in your skin. So, uh, I think this is petty fam and pseudo church. You know, church ain't got no doggone money. Okay, what you think they're going to do? Get an offering plate to pay you? Learn around. Learn from. Um, I'm sure the thing is, they do have money, guaranteed. They just don't show it to people. They're just not gonna give it back to the people. Listen. There's many a church. It's like Joel Osteen's church. You gonna that's, tell me Joel Osteen's church couldn't shell out the money? Joel, for that? Joel Osteen church is not the one that did it. Joel Osteen run a mega church. He run a Walmart church. That church probably right, right, is right. right there on the side. They got rocks us for parking. You know, I, listen, each church ain't got no dog on money, okay? Fifteen of them got money, four to five thousand of them is broke, okay? And let's mm-hmm. consider this. Maybe. Some years ago, it was some designer was on uh, uh, Oprah, and she asked him about fake, uh, you know, fake bags you used to sell on, on Flatbush and things like that. And the designer was like, look, man, I know that I make things that are too expensive for the average person to buy. So when people are knocking off my product, it's actually a sign of respect because they're trying to say like, yo, we like your stuff so much, we're just trying to make it affordable for us. Right. And that's how Lin-Manuel needs to look at this, okay? It didn't quite fit for what they were trying to do, but they prayed over it, and Jesus delivered these uh, 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 changes of words in the song for Black Alexander Hamilton and Hispanic uh, uh, George Bush and all these people to redo the story. Bush. I, don't have a, <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. And Lin Manuel, for him to sue them, Lin, go sit down somewhere. Go sit, go sit down somewhere. You over here suing churches. Yeah, What's wrong with you? He wasn't doing it for the money. He just probably was the principal for it or whatever. I don't know. The principal. I don't know the reasoning. I don't understand if you sued a principal out of high school. Because yes, unfortunately, you know, high school ain't got Jesus in it. Okay, but we doing this right. to save souls, and you trying to sue it. Lin Manuel, what a punk. I'll tell you, let me ask you this question. I saw John Legend. <laughs> I, I, I saw uh, uh, the big dog, um, John Leguizamo, um, was upset yeah. because uh, Jimmy Franco was going to be, um, um, he's going to play a Cuban. Uh, yeah. And he, he uh, not any Cuban. Um, <laughs> Fidel Castro. Uh, Fidel Castro. All right. So he even mentioned he was upset. He was upset about it, but then he was like, yes, um... Oh, look at that. A Hispanic man and a black woman. That's, that's new. Um, so, he was just... <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm at a Starbucks. I ain't got a good internet. Uh, so, so he even mentioned that Jimmy Franco is uh, Portuguese, uh, but that's not technically Latino. Is that... Number one, is that true? That's not Latino. That's mm-hmm. not Latino at all. What is it? Hispanic? Remember, to be Latino, you have to be from Latin America. To be Hispanic, you have to be from a Spanish-speaking country. That's neither of those things. Okay, so, I mean, Portugal, what's, what are they? They're white. No, stop playing with me. They're white. And, and even people from Spain are white. Nah, but Spanish people are Spanish. No, well, look at the, the ethnicity and look at the race. Like, fill out a form at a college. When they have, pick your race, there's white, there's... Uh, Asian Pacific Islander. There's black, and then I forget what else. Some other thing. You have if you're Hispanic, I have to click white. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
I'm looking on Google right now of Portuguese people, and they don't look as they don't look as white as uh, Spaniards. Spaniards, one hundred percent white. Spanish, they, they, they're super they, white. Spanish-speaking white people, but Portuguese yeah. people, Portugal people, they don't look white. So they look, they look like you. They put a little, you put a little Nesquik in it, and you shook it around. <laughs> you put a little Nesquik in it. Got a lot. If only we could Google it. I'm Googling. I typed in Portuguese people, the world's friendliest country. Like all native Europeans, the Portuguese are part of what has been called the Caucasian or white race. So they, so it's called, they are a romance nation and ethnic group indigenous to Portugal who share common, um, uh, common ancestry and language. It derives from pre-Celts, proto-Celts, Dagon, Lucianians, and Connies, and Celts. And that's a lot of Celts. Uh, and ancient Romans. <laughs> Interesting. I'm pretty sure it's Celts, too. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, so, so, let's start with the obvious, okay? My man Jimmy Franco definitely looks like Fidel Castro. Sure. Okay, he got the acting chops to be able to do it. So, would the people of Cuba seem to be okay with it? However... If a Mexican person, say Mexican, played a Cuban person, would that be okay? Sure, yeah. I don't know. Could the Cuban people get upset about that? Like, you're not even Cuban. I'd, I'd probably need an example. I don't know. But it's easier to, to like hook into George that Lopez culture. Like, played Fidel Castro. Sure? Like, yeah. I don't know about that. It's more about the Latino people as a whole not getting represented. Like, why are you just shoving it to Franco. First of all, Franco been molesting college kids for years. Uh, allegedly, Why are we bringing allegedly, him in? Allegedly, allegedly. Nah, 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 I don't know about that. Okay. Even Dave won't speak on it. That's how bad it is. I don't know if he was molesting college <laughs> girls. I heard that he was girls in his acting class. I'm gonna say allegedly. Yeah. I'm gonna say allegedly. Nah, I don't know. Um, so that's, that's strike one. Well, this is his strike return. Two. Like, he, he was forgiven. But he's going to show up on screen and give a shitty, shitty, shitty Hispanic nah, you don't, you accent. You don't know that. You don't know that. You don't know that. He probably auditioned for the doggone role. And then the producer said, I know he's been out there wilding, but he's pretty good. I don't know. Is he pretty good, though? Is he good? James Franco, James Franco is a Will Smith. It's like Will Smith. He plays James Franco in every movie. Does he really, though? Because James Franco seems like he's a pretty serious guy, but he plays a lot of uh, goofy roles. You don't think he's an actor? I think he just plays himself. I I think he just plays himself. That's crazy. So you didn't like the artist? The artist, it was just, you could tell it was just James Franco with a funny voice. Nah, you're doing too much right now. You're doing too much. Jimmy Franco. So I think he's going to do the same thing as Fidel Castro. I think you judging him too hard because I always remember this moment when the um, when the homie uh, the Joker he got cast as the Joker. Remember that dude? He died. And then what was everybody's response? Heath Ledger. Everybody was like, "What the hell? What? No, this is terrible. He's gonna do a horrible job." And all of a sudden, he blows it out of the water. I think that whenever these castings come out and it's weird, weird castings. On average, they probably like, look, this may not be what you think we should have got, but 
they're going to do a good job. We'll see. I just think out of all the Hispanic actors, Latino actors, you could have picked somebody that looks like Fidel. All right. An actor like Give me that. two people. Give me two people who you think. I don't know. Uh, let me see. I don't want to do because it like it, it could be don't a popular one. Or it could don't be an up and coming. Don't don't say Felipe Esparza. No, <laughs> not even close. Hey, fool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't necessarily know if there is no representation for for uh, Latinos like that because I feel like they are one of the largest markets in the world. They got three, four TV channels. You know, all this, they got Bad Bunny. They got all these people that are really dominating the entertainment space. I don't think it's fair to say that you're not getting represented. Well, we're, we're not getting the same recognition, the same big movies as Ryan Gosling and Chris, and Chris what's his name? Chris and Evans. A, it's a we're well, not getting so the same as Liam Neeson. I'm saying it's a different I don't market. Th- well, why does it have to be a, d- a different market, though? Because it is. We made our staple sure in the Spanish market and, and overseas, but how come well, here in America? Okay, so here in America, I think more. Here in America, you get duplicates of, like, um, what do you call it? Um, what's his name? Eugenio Derbez. He's just like a, just a goofy comedian guy. Uh-huh. That's who we've become, uh-huh. is this goofy comedic characters and it's like no put us in like big roles uh john Lick was almost said in himself we take 30 percent of the box office hispanics make up 30 percent of the box office give us 30 percent of the roles that's it i feel like there's i feel like there's more hispanic roles than we're accounting for though i say that i don't like I'll, who okay like america Spar- america ferrera Jane the Virgin. Uh huh. Which? Okay. The lady from Jane the Virgin. Um, the um, other homie from uh, End of Watch. You know, Michael Pena. Uh, Michael Pena. Michael Pena be acting. No, he I don't know if it's fair to say y'all don't get all that, especially because the what the market asks for. In America is very different than what the market asks for in another country or in other Spanish-speaking countries. First of all, the market in Latin countries is bigger, so there's more opportunity to make more money. That's number one. And number two, I say uh, in America, you know what they want? They want a chiseled, light-skinned black man, or they want a chiseled white man. On average, that's what they want. So, but that's uh, why that's go, the root why of go the somewhere problem. Where, but hold on. But what I'm saying is, why go somewhere? where you're not celebrated when you have so much opportunity in your backyard. You keep asking for opportunity where they don't want to give it to you, but you have all this over there where it's like, all right, you know, I, I think about it like the Tyler Perry approach. We got to go make it ourselves, just like black people. Like, we got to, you know what, y'all don't want to see it? We got to go make it ourselves. That's, yeah, that's essential. And then we, and we've done that, but what I'm hearing from you is go back to your country and make your own movies. <laughs> It's like that's essentially the argument you're telling me. Why you gotta make them over in America? You could make them in Chile for ten times cheaper. (laughs) No, it's not cheaper. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, you're fighting for something that you know this country doesn't want to give you. You know what I'm saying? Like they have the option to make Hispanic movies. They have like uh, remember the movie with the uh, Hispanic guy who marries the gold digger. 
I watch it. It's like he's like a playboy. He's a comedian. Oh, how to how to how to something Latin lover? Yeah, 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 yeah. How to lose a how to lose a Latin lover? Um, or how to be a Latin so, lover or something like that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, how I watched it. Yeah. All right, so I watched it too, and I think it, I think those type of movies have the opportunity, and and it, and it shows like you made it, they made it for ten million dollars and made sixty million dollars, and when it's all said and done, I think that the opportunity is here. But it can't. It, we can't get it from demanding it from people that don't want to give it to us. We just got to create it ourselves. Like we got to say, look, if if y'all don't believe in us, we just got to make it ourselves. Especially if there is a Latin market market here. There's plenty of opportunity here. If what I'm saying is, if they don't want to give it to you, we can't be over here complaining. We gotta be like, you know what? Whatever. We're gonna just make our own stuff, and that's that. And we have been. We have been. But. At the same time, it's like if Latino, like take Southern California alone. The Latino community here is huge. How am I going to go watch uh, Superman, Captain America, uh, Iron Man, all these white folks out here and not see? I'm, I don't see anybody like that. That's not fair. You know to what say, I mean? I don't. America, I can't aspire to be someone. No, that's not true because they got America uh, Chavez in the Doctor Strange movie. She had to pin on. That's one character that Kelby hates. <laughs> That's who I have to see myself in out of the millions of Marvel characters. I Googled, give me a his- I Googled Hispanic Marvel characters. There was one in the history of the comic books. His name was the Armadillo, and he was a bad guy. No, that's not true. You got America Chavez. You got Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. You have uh, uh, just came out. He, we haven't seen him in a movie. Yes, we have. As far as I like in that movie. with the MCU. Oh no, I know that one, but like the MCU and like the big like we haven't seen him like live live in. You got whatever, in person. You got Echo. You got uh, uh, Robbie Robbie Reyes. You got them. You you know. So it, uh, now we just have to create the movies for them. But all I'm saying is, my point being is. We already know how they're gonna do it. They did it to us, and then once we created the proof of concept, like Tyler Perry, like all these other prolific black people who created a lane in the market, we just said, you know what? We can't just be complaining all the time they do something to us, because that's what they do. They do stuff to us. Yes or no? They're gonna just keep acting like, oh, well, you know, they just want more Ryan Gosling. They want more of this, they want more of that. But until you prove it to them, that's when they're gonna want to get it. You know, they want to get in on it. So to me, I think you, I think the Latin community is doubly lucky because if I if I mirror it to the black community, black community only got black here in America. That's all they got. We can't make right, movies okay. for African right. people. We can't really make music uh, movies for British people only because their culture is totally different. Now they they might watch it, but they might not relate. But the Latin community has a community here in America, and they have their own multi-trillion-dollar industry uh, outside of here. So to me, it's like we can funnel some of that money that's in the, the native market into the into this market, and that way we ain't got to complain no more. So now it might be a thing of calling out the people who are making the money overseas or in other countries and say, "Look, this is the market we're on. We live in the United States." We believe that there's strong opportunity. Y'all need to start funneling, funneling money into this, so that way we can prove to the uh, studios that what they missed out on. Yes or no? 
I mean, that's fair. And I think we, we've been doing that and we're on our way, you know, making our own stuff and stuff like that, which is really good. Um, but yeah, I mean, just, just, uh, just keep on moving. That's, all, that's really all we can do. Same, same as, same as, uh, you know, Tyler Perry and, and all them other people made the name for themselves. So here's my question for you. How upset are you at Jimmy Franco playing for the Castro? I didn't even know, like, the specifics of it. I'm not... You're not even... What are, I don't know that I may even watch it. <laughs> watch it. I'm not really upset about watch it. Watch it come out. Still, like, I understand where it comes from. I'll be stupid because... <laughs> It's stupid. But. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, a lot of me wishes that I could speak Spanish so I could go out there and make some Spanish movies. Because I know I make some stuff that would slap in some of them Hispanic countries. But unfortunately, that's not one of the languages that was on my Rosetta Stone. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. No. Yeah, I just want to make movies that it's an American movie that you would see. But it's just the Hispanic guy as the main character. There's no difference. I don't call attention to it. I'm not throwing, I'm not putting pins on jackets for Kelby. Uh, I'm not, I didn't It's just regular. But it's just, but I want to make it just the norm. I think you and I talked about this when you were wanted to make movies earlier. You said, I don't want to pigeonhole uh, myself in making black movies. I just want to make a movie where the main character is yeah. black. Or the whatever character is black. Same thing with me. I just want to make a movie where the main dude is Hispanic. It's and that's just the norm. When no one bats an eye on it, no one points it out. And you know, hey, you know, you being Hispanic, tell me about your dad not being. Oh, and it's like, dad. no, just I would rather. <laughs> you know, shots fired. He'll come back. Hey, He'll come back. Um, so will, that's that's, that's my better. philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so either. But yeah, it's okay. I mean, honestly, <laughs> you know, when I get back into movies one of these days, I do just want to, because you know, I'm a weird writer, anyways, and most of the stuff that I write won't necessarily fit in that typical black movies. Not to say there's anything bad with them, because I do enjoy them. But you know, I, I would say, and Fifty Cent spoke about this back when he was making his movies and getting into field where he was saying like you don't want to be the person that gets stuck doing this one thing and that's what everybody knows you for because your ability and your mind it, it, it expands way deeper than whatever it is you're you're trying to market yourself to be so ultimately you are right that's what i'm saying we've got to start taking the power back into our own hands maybe the uh the black flag and the latino flags need to come together and say look man this is what we this is what we got this is what we need and then make some stuff happen together instead of always yelling at the phone at these executives who are just looking at data points and numbers and just saying, look, man, if we just put Margot Robbie and uh, 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 the other white dude uh, in a Barbie movie, this is going to sell. That's what happens. They just look at data points and mm -hmm. just say, all right, well, let's make this and then it'll make money. Right, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, shout out yeah. to Idris Elba for being... <laughs> being in the new movie that I'm going to watch, Beast. I'm also going to watch uh, uh, Bullet Train next week. Check that out. Yeah, I got to watch that too. I think there's a theater that's like $6 Tuesdays down the street. I'm going to go Tuesday. I think it's old. It's old. Oh, you, oh over there? Oh, okay. yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I'm definitely have to check that out, but I'm going to see if I can watch Beast first so I can support a, a, a black company and a black man just, you know, playing a, a, a character yes. in Africa. We definitely got to support that, especially the lions, because you know those lions don't come cheap. They are in danger. 
That's right. Ding, ding. All right. So, everybody, thanks for tuning in to the episode. I'm going to get up out of this hot sun. Uh, I know my moves are sweating right now. So, that would would go home. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.